97X, it is Sam on the phone with Mark Pontius of Foster the People. Thanks for talking to me today. Yeah, no worries. Uh, we're excited to have you. You've played, I think, one next big thing for us before back in 2011, but you're coming back for NBT 2018, and this is your home state. So welcome home. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, it has been a while. I didn't really, man, 2011, that's, that's uh, time flies, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get a little, um, is it a little extra special for you when you play the shows here in Florida? Yeah, of course. It always is. It's funny, early on when we were playing, it, it, I feel like it took forever for us to get down to Florida for the first time. At least it seems forever. I mean, it, it always, a lot of my friends that I grew up with, or family mostly, would always, you know, beg to, why aren't you guys coming to Florida? Why aren't you coming to Florida? So the first time we played Florida, I feel like I was more nervous than I've ever been just because it was so built up, you know? Yeah, family, high school reunion. Yeah, I had my band teacher there and all that stuff. So it was, it's always special. Uh, even though I'm not from Tampa, I still have, I've got family down there and people come from Orlando. So yeah, I love playing in Florida. Yeah, we're close enough. Uh, coming up with the holidays, I mean, you guys have had a full year of touring. Will you get to take a break? Do you go home for Thanksgiving? What happens? Yeah, I'm actually going to be at home in Nashville. It's my home right now uh, for Thanksgiving. And then gonna do the same for christmas and i think i'm i'm gonna be pretty pretty chill like i don't think we even have family coming in and it's a much needed just kind of alone time with with me and my lady and and my dogs and uh all that so yeah we've this tour was a funny one or at least this tour cycle with the um sacred hearts club because it i, I don't think we intended on it to be so long you know it kind of we had some really good, like, later success in the record that we weren't expecting that extended our, our whole touring cycle. So it was a good thing to, to have happen, but definitely a little bit wonky in far, as far as, like, uh, patience and kind of stamina through that, that cycle, you know. So we're all a bit ready to, to have some downtime around the holidays for sure. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, it's been over a year since Sacred Hearts Club came out, and, uh, sit next to me. I'm assuming you're kind of referencing that song. Did when you were writing it, did you have yeah. any clue it would become what it became? Well, Mark Mark wrote the song, uh, Mark Foster, and I don't think any no, I, I don't think any of us uh, just as creative individuals ever have a clear idea of what's happening when when the songs kind of come to us or, or unfold as they do. Um, I think if we did know that i think we would have some kind of that would be like the magical key right if anybody really <laughs> knew what they were doing yeah that's the dream um, not to degrade what we do but it, it's like, it's a, something that you kind of yeah you never really uh want to put too much uh ideas forward about what it, it's gonna do or not do um i would say that's kind of how pumped up kicks happened as well it 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 wasn't it happened quickly and just very kind of in the flow of it you know and when Mark did that, and uh, even when he played it, both those songs to me early on, I I loved them as they were. But it wasn't like, yep, this is gonna do it. This is gonna, you know, make our record sales go high. It's, it's yeah. nothing like that. And then you hear that it's gonna cross over, and sit next to me is like playing on the pop stations now. Does is that a weird feeling for you? No, that's uh, it's not weird. It's uh, that's yeah, that's kind of what you, um, I guess, what everybody would kind of hope for any song to do to be able to you know reach the most connect with the most amount of people if it can cross over like that so again it's one of those things you just you're not really in control of and you just do your best to make good art and 
you know, hope it hope it connects and does that kind of thing. But if to plan for it, I almost feel like gets in the way. You know, if mm-hmm. you're trying to cross over, trying to write a song that's going to cross over, almost guarantees you're not going to do it in a way. You know, it has to just kind of happen in a way. You have to align yourself in the flow of things, and then sometimes it can happen. Yeah, and it, you never really know with music now because I don't think anything falls into any genre anymore. I mean. There's not just alternative. There's not just pop. We kind of all like a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's one of the beautiful things I think about music nowadays. Is I mean, you still get you still get the questions asked about you know what do you think your genre of music is, and I'm hoping like soon that that question just stops being asked because mm-hmm. there aren't really a lot of new bands are are just combining so many of the genres that they're inspired by and creating these new little veins, and I think. I think even labeling them is detrimental to the art form. It's kind of, it boxes it up too much, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I thrive off that, uh, that idea that genres are starting to just blend into each other. Absolutely. And uh, I do want to ask you, so you, you had the album that was July of last year, but then you just released uh, a single, Worst Nights, which we love, and a music video with clowns, which is awesome. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about why this song and, and why now? To be honest, it's mostly a question for, for Mark Foster right now. The, I mean, I think in general, you know, we're the, I guess music is starting to take a form of, of being very quick moving. You know, I mean, back in the day, you'd make a, spend two years making a record and then tour it as long as you could and then go back in and spend two or three years making another record. And it's people still can do that, but there is this kind of swell of, of thing, something happening that's kind of, it's, I guess fans are wanting a little bit quicker of a turnaround, you know, which is understandable. The Internet's working quick like that. Things are just moving faster. So I think we've tried to be really cognizant of that moving forward and finding any kind of free time to be creative, whether that's on the road or when we have a week off or whatever, uh, to try to be actively pursuing writing and getting some songs done. So. I think this is the first little movement of that, you know, and, and Mark was just in a good place creatively and, and popped that song out. Um, and then the same goes for the video. You know, I think he just had had an idea and wanted to get it done and go for it and try to just keep fans happy in those down moments, you know, and keep things new. And, and we're really hungry to kind of just move through to the next step. Mm. Well, we absolutely love this song, and um, it's perfect for us because you released it just in time for next big thing, which is less than two weeks away now. Uh, another collaboration you did this year was with the Knox, who we also have on our lineup. So we're kind of excited uh, to have both of you guys on the same stage because we love the song "Ride or Die." It's so good. Oh, awesome! Um, do you? Uh, how did that collaboration work out? Because they're DJs. <laughs> Yeah, I, to be honest, I don't really know. Mark Mark has known those guys for a while. I, I feel like, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like we maybe first met them or heard of them because they did a remix of our song a long time ago. Um, and that, I think, maybe probably put them on our radar. And, uh, I mean, I don't live in L.A. Any, anymore, so I'm, I feel like sometimes I'm a little bit out of that, that loop uh, of Mark being in L.A. And, and meeting different people and collaborating. So I, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but yeah, I, I think that it's if it's always if it works like creatively, if if we can find a good uh, middle ground with people and it and it it kind of effort, effortlessly happens, then we let the doors flow open, you know. And it feels like that's what that was with that song because 
it, it just sounds effortless and it, it sounds very Mark and, and a good blend of what the knocks do, you know? So, um, yeah. Well, it's a fun song and, um, we'll make it, We'll make it a party at NBT with everyone, <laughs> uh, which is a, a two-day <laughs> music festival. It's actually the only the second year we've done it for two days. Um, is there something different when you come to these shows and you're playing for that music festival crowd and everybody's crazy? Is there a different feeling for you guys going into it? Yeah, it's, it's a different... I mean, there's, there's good and there's positive and negative things about it, I guess, because it is so different than playing at a club show. Um, you, you kind of have a... In a sense, there's a built-in audience because people are ready to, you know, at a festival, they're ready to party. They're re- it's easy to kind of jump on that energy level that the crowd's already there for, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but it also, in a sense, is like there are going to be a lot of people there that aren't your built-in fans, as if you had a club show where it's like, you know, everybody is probably going to know your songs. They at least expect what's going to happen. But in a festival setting, you, you sometimes have people that are not quite convinced, and it's a fun thing to try to convince people still. And so that element of the festivals are always uh, a good little edge to add to the, to the nerves of playing and stuff, that you have to really you know, make sure you're trying to, to really connect to the music and the fans to, to convince people that are not there to see you, you know. So I, I love that element of it. Well, I, I'm sure we won't be hard to convince. We are, we're quite a crew here in Tampa. Uh, so we're excited to have you. Um, <laughs> anything that you want to kind of tell Tampa Bay to expect from your, from your personal return <laughs> to Florida? <laughs> from my personal return? Um, no, you know, I mean, I think we, we're actually at a really, it, it should be a really fun show because a lot of times near the end of these record cycles, we've really honed in uh, our just as a band, you know, playing together and really getting in the moments of the kind of improvisational elements that happen. And I think we're in a really good spot as a band right now, just playing for the last year and a half on this record. We've uh, explored a lot of different things. So kind of bottlenecking into the end of the year here, where these shows will probably be some of the, the best of, of our cycle this year. So it should be uh, a interesting exciting show it will be we are so excited to have you guys on the lineup for sunday this year and i think i just want to close by asking you since you're from florida you're from orlando when you come home what are some of your favorite florida activities to do funny enough i used to i lived in la for so long we didn't actually have dunkin donuts in la now there are but i still and now that i live in nashville we have them everywhere in nashville but for me growing up i don't really know why because there are better donuts in the world but dunkin donuts was always such a like nostalgic thing for me so i still even though i mean i was like vegan vegetarian for a while and i tried to avoid them when i came home but i usually almost every time i come home getting a coffee and a couple donuts from dunkin donuts is just part of that experience for sure um the other thing i mean it's mostly i guess when i go home because i don't really when i come home to florida i like to stay at the home I grew up in with my mom. I don't really leave much. So, I mean, getting in the pool and doing the Florida, like, weather thing is just always really nice and refreshing. But uh, other than that, yeah, I can't really can't really think of much. Just Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really, you can't go wrong with donuts, iced coffee. It's the best. Well, thank you so much again, Mark, for talking with us. And we will see you at Next Big Thing. Great. Thanks, Sam.